Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Small Worlds Podcast, designed to explore frameworks of love, purpose, and connection. I think, you know, the world's effed up. You know, so everyone making music about how effed up the world is. It sucks, but I think it's not a bad idea to make music that empowers people. To make them feel like, ooh, I'm the ish. And when they say the words, they're like, I feel good. That is the GOAT Mac Miller right off a 2015 Crown interview talking about the release of his album, Good AM. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back. If this is your first time here, I say hello. My name is Yanni, and I'm really happy that you're here. And for the returners, what's good? It's good to have you back. So, between the past two months, I would say I've been bouncing back and forth between swimming and the divine feminine, which probably explains why the first couple episodes of this podcast focus a lot on introspection and self, in addition to some love and romance as well. I would probably say those are pretty serious topics, and that's not a problem at all, but I think I wanted to shift my energy and also the music I was inputting in my body to kind of hit a different feeling that felt lighter and more playful, which is why I decided to continue to work backwards and find myself at Good AM, which dropped in 2015. So the question I leave to you, my homie who's listening right now, is who and or what and or where allows you to show up holistically. I always bring this notion of showing up as full or holistically. And I want to say that doesn't necessarily mean when you're at a certain place or with a certain someone, they need to see every side of you. What I mean is that you should feel 110% comfortable to tap into any of those sides whenever you want it. So I want to invite you to take this next moment to tap into all the sensations you had the last time you felt like you could show up exactly the way you wanted. When you felt like you didn't have to really do much thinking at all, where you felt like you could finally let your guards down. In the previous episode, I talked about my belief in the idea that music is love's pocket and how we inevitably surrender our emotions, our story, ourselves to the music we listen to. Sometimes we listen to music to amplify the state of emotion we're in. Sometimes we listen to music as an escape. And the last thing I'll say about why I love music so much is that The same tracks can hit differently based on what you have to bring to the table in every current moment. So I want to bridge this concept of music to the question that was posed, which is what and who allows us to show up as whole, as 100%. Have you ever been in a funk before or just felt like you weren't having your day? And either someone asked you or you asked yourself like, yeah, what? What is it that usually gets me on my feet? Is it what food, what treat, what snack, what song, what person, what location do I have to go to to kind of recalibrate? My belief is that no matter what those things are, there has been at least one point in your life when those things actually didn't deliver, when those things 
didn't help the way you wanted them to. And I think that's absolutely okay. And that's the same thing that I talk about when I bring in the concept of music. The same song doesn't always hit the same way. The same way your favorite food or your comfort meal might actually not do anything to bring you comfort or joy. Or even one of your best friends that you hit up whenever things start going downhill. I think the true beauty out of all of this is that oftentimes you can think about that checklist as keys that you've had to fix X amount of problems that you've had in your life. And when you pull out one of those keys for a problem you may have in this current moment and it doesn't work, dude, that sucks. But it's also an invitation to let yourself know there's still parts of you that have to grow, whether that's cutting something off, bringing something new into your life, whatever it is, you have an opportunity to fill up more space to be you. And I think that's hella dope. I remember when I was in college and even navigating my first year out of college, my main comfort spot was Bongo Burger in Berkeley. That burger is hella good, but I would always tell my homies that burger and that meal held me through some of the toughest times I've had. It was also the same spot I would go to when I had the best moments, the best days where I just felt like I was on top of the world. And it's so interesting how similar to music, Bongo Burger and that experience, most of the time I also went by myself. Like I didn't wait on anyone's agenda. I just went and I was excited to go. That whether I brought like sadness or weakness or joy to the table, that meal held me no matter what. And I think that's just super dope. Think about it in terms of gravity. Gravity doesn't think, it just does. So where do you just naturally fall into when the act of being you doesn't drain you of any energy or negative emotion? So many of my homies know, and if you've listened to this podcast earlier, you would know that I'm a social butterfly. And growing up, especially in in school, I actually never really stuck to one friend group. I actually never felt like I fit perfectly in one friend group and actually knew how to bounce around. And in addition to that, most of my friendships, even post-grad, have been more on a one-to-one level, which I actually really appreciate. I think it allows more access for intimacy, for seeing each other, not so much pressure to accommodate multiple energies at the same time. However, the trade-off is during times like this and during times after college when I do want to hang out with a large group of friends, my friends are really different. And I think at the same time, they're the same in terms of having pure, kind, genuine personalities and energy. But why I say all of this is because thinking about the music, thinking about Bongo Burger and all these things, when I think about an ideal person, an ideal friend, it's really my friends during these times who I felt like I could just bring everything I am to the table. Like I don't need to stunt. I don't need to think too much. I could say what I want to say. I could be who I want to be. Oh my God, it sounds like a Barbie commercial to be quite honest with you. But I just love hanging out with my friends. I think before people would put this tier of like, where do your friends lay? Where are your family on this hierarchy scale? And then where's your monogamous partner supposed to be? And sometimes it's supposed to look like a pyramid. Where in my head, I'm also like, yo, why can't your friends like have the same amount of gravity as your partner or your family and in multiple cases, not all cases, but multiple cases, because I mean, some of my friends have literally been the dopest people throughout these six plus months of navigating shelter in place by myself. 
I feel like they always are here to listen, to respond, to hold me. And that's what I defined love to be in the first episode, to be able to see yourself held with the other. I'm not going to talk about this too much, but this does also extend into a recent internal shift. And I would say like romantic pursuits and thinking about like what type of girl or woman I want in my life. And at the end of the day, similar to Bongo Burger and your music and these spots you go to, I think all of us maybe have preferences. And I, I think that's okay. I feel like gravity works in those cases. But I wouldn't surrender myself to those preferences to to overriding a gut feeling or to overriding an it factor. So I would say whatever these safe haven and these these safe pieces are that always tend to direct us or most time hold us in cases we need to be held. Where can we let sort of I think the natural flow of the universe, our energy, our intuition really lead us to understanding what's truly best for us or not. I've just grown tired of being in friend groups or spaces where not everyone messes with each other. Not everyone's tight with each other. And and when we're together, people act like they're so kind. And then behind the scenes, people will really open up to you about how they feel about other people. And I think it's childish. And we do not need to put ourselves in those spaces. Those are what we call abusive relationships. When you write it out on paper, I'm tired of, of even seeing the people I love put themselves in situations where they're like, yeah, you know, this is not what I want. Uh, I don't really deserve this. It's making me really unhappy. But um, yeah, I think it's going to get better. Um, probably going to stick around a little bit more to see things get better. And I'm just like, yo, things are clearly not going well. And when you read out a person or a group or a situation, there are factors that could be changed, right? And there are some factors that are foundational to one's being, one's person, the way one communicates. Something that doesn't really take quote-unquote time to fix because it's not broken in that person's world. So I want to invite you to think about how often in your life do you have the opportunities and time and the space to show up as, as your real self? Can you do it by yourself? And then what homies really make it easy for you and what quote-unquote homies make it super tough for you? This may be a very unpopular opinion, but the way I've been choosing to be patient with and or to let go of different friendships and relationships I have in my life is how the relationship looks in this current moment. I actually say the phrase, I don't care what a person has done for me or, or to me in the past, whether it's been great or terrible. All I care about is right now. Because oftentimes we use those, those great moments of love in the past to justify real difficulty, real trauma, real violence, real hatred that we, we are being victim to sometimes. And, and that sucks. And, and I think that's unfair to pocket old experiences to justify a current reality that's not providing you any love or any safety. And for example, even when you're dating, when you go on maybe five dates and your fifth date was terrible, but your first date was amazing, you don't base your decision based off how your first date went. You could be thankful that your first date was great. You could not taint that memory at all. But all that matters is what's happening right now. And if you are on that fifth date or you're spending your fifth moment or whatever moment 
with a group of people or an individual that you're starting to realize doesn't actually make you feel whole or make you feel like you want to be somewhere. You're not obligated to keep that relationship going. Save your energy, save your time. Don't be afraid to let things go. So there's this really dope book I read called The Four Agreements. I will probably just do a whole episode on this book itself. But these four agreements are essentially pillars that are used to lead you in the most fulfilling life. One of the agreements is to stay impeccable with your word. The way I define this phrase is to understand that everything you say, literally everything you put out into existence, holds energy, becomes true eventually the more you do it. And I connect this to the topic at hand because I've been in many spaces with people that I feel like I can't be 100% with, where oftentimes in conversation, I'm saying things like, oh, sorry, oh, my bad, my bad, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what the hell am I apologizing for? And I think those are really intuitional cues. And oftentimes, I find myself in those positions when I'm with someone who makes me feel like I need to prioritize their sense of belonging first over mine. I feel like by me showing up the way I want to puts them at a place of discomfort. And I'm tired of that. I'm just so tired of that. And I know a homie is a homie when I don't got to think too hard at all. The moment I got to start code switching or keeping my guard up or actually thinking about not only what I'm going to say, but how I'm going to say it tells me that those people are not allowing my gravity to do its thing. So for my homies out there, I just want to be a homie to remind you to stop apologizing for things you're not sorry for. Stop saying my bad when you didn't do anything wrong and start choosing into people and places and things that are willing to take everything that is you. Many of us probably spend our Monday through Friday putting in eight plus hours of work Why should we spend additional hours outside of that with people that take even more energy away from us? You got to put yourself in positions to receive, and that only works when you choose the company that is ready to love you the way you already learn to love yourself. I give up less and less every day. The more you give up, I guess the less you make money. Shout out Rush Hour, Mac Miller, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. I am your host, Yanni, and I want to thank you for kicking it with me today on the Small Worlds Podcast. I'll catch you next time. Peace.